You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome to the Smoking Word. We are live over here (laughs) from a secret location in Syracuse, New York. We got a very good, a very, I would say a very special guest. Syracuse. (laughs) But we, our guest today is, all right, we gotta, we gotta start hooking these guys' intros up. So we'll start with. Wait, think grandiose. Vegan, vegan, um, OG. OG. Warrior, general, hardcore, Syracusean, militant, straight edge, son of a bitch, Viking, <laughs> Viking, <laughs> fucking hummusy and fucking couscous drinking. My favorite vegan and yours, Carl of Earth Crisis and of name name a couple of the other projects you've done. Freya, Path of Resistance, we got it all. Everybody's. We want to welcome Carl to the Smoking Word Podcast. <laughs> what better place to have our favorite straight-edge vegan talk shit with, you know, people under the influence? Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. But, yeah, we're over here. We're, in, um, we're actually doing this um, podcast from the van today because um, we're um, doing an East Coast run-up to Canada, and we're in Syracuse, and we figured we'd get together with an old friend, my boy Carlos from Earth Crisis with an F, Earth Crisis, <laughs> but um, very, very smart guy, um, very interesting character. Very open-minded. Very open-minded. We're going to get right. into that. We were talking. Um, uh, Glad you pointed that out. Old friend, and um, yeah, but we also, we got Freddie. He's, he's back with us over here, and we also got um, another good friend of ours from the Jewish Persuasion, um, representing um, Israel. You know, um, we got we got my man Ruben over here, who's gonna be keeping an eye on the clock. So that's where you're gonna keep an eye on that clock. You see it ticking? All right, <laughs> Carlos, what's up? You get, you get Dude, I'm glad you guys are out. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are out playing shows. You you got our boy Mike with you? Yeah, yeah. You know what's the best part, everybody? Um, just setting up the microphones. Carl wasn't even sure this shit was going to work. He's looking at us like cavemen, <laughs> like gorillas trying to put pegs in the fucking hole, trying to start I know this. you guys, though. In my defense, yeah. I do know you. <laughs> <laughs> well, going you on? know the old version of us. Come on, Carl. <laughs> New and improved. <laughs> New, and, New improved. and improved version. All right. We're in a van doing... <laughs> <laughs> doing the doing this thing this is crazy but what's up with the so what's going on though um um the band EC, talk to me which EC, band all right first earth crisis hit we had a great year you know we're about to wrap it up now we we did black and blue with you guys in candiria that was awesome uh we went down and did southeast beast with life of agony and um oh who else was there everybody was there biohazard was there that was great in Florida, 
Jacksonville. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I saw the bill. It looked stacked. Yeah. It was good. I remember, but um, I think we were on the road because we were. We were. On, we were supposed to be on one of those. I don't know if it was this last one or a previous one, but uh, we were. We had some Europe stuff or something, but yeah, those are cool. Was it a cool fest? Because it's a cool fest, right? It was awesome. Yeah. There's no barrier. There's no security. The yeah. stage was low. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. The, the, and, and and what's with the other bands? Um. Because I always get, I know you always switch. You guys sometimes do some Earth Crisis stuff, and then you do the other band Freya stuff, stuff yeah. too. Yeah, um, Freya wrote a new record this year. Earth Crisis had a, a seven inch come out on uh, Bullet Tooth. Uh, we had the the video come out, the the soundtrack for Action, where they you know interviewed different bands that you know felt that they were somewhat influenced by what we've been doing. Yeah, and you know we. We went out and played uh, with Slipknot in California, played Knotfest, and went to England and Detroit and North Carolina. So we were all over this year. We went all over. It was good. And um, what's up with the other guys? How's everybody doing? I haven't seen you guys in a second. You guys are all scattered around, right? The Earth Crisis crew, right? That's right. We've got uh, Scott and Ian and Eric are down in North Carolina. What up? What up? <laughs> We actually saw those guys not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we caught up with them. You guys are my favorite vegans. Yeah, obviously, Toby, I love you. But you guys, I always say my Toby favorite vegans. Toby this, Toby that. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but look, that's another thing. Um, I want people that don't may not know who um, um, Carl is and his history. But um, besides singing for uh, a hardcore band, one of the you know a hard, one of the hardest hardcore bands, fucking real good band. But he's also a vegan, straight-edge animal, or whatever you want to call him, but he's been involved with being vegan and the straight-edge scene for how long now? I am 45, and I've been straight-edge since I was 16, That's... and I've been doing bands since I was 18, so long and, time. And when you were, you started with the whole, were being straight-edge or whatever, when did you get into, where you... Did you become vegetarian then, and then you went into vegan, becoming a, a vegan? How did that happen? Because more than straight edge, it was where you guys was the vegan straight edge. That's right, and that that was kind of like the line of demarcation between what came before and you know what I feel in some ways we helped kind of create. Um, but yeah, like Syracuse, for those who don't know, we're up in in central New York. Like if you look at a map of New York State and you put a pin in it, that's where we are. And when we were teens, this lake here, Onondaga Lake, had it had. Listen, listen. This is this is this is going to let you know why we care to the extent that we do. That lake was filled with like toxic waste. Um, raw sewage went into the lake when there were when the storm drains would overflow, and there was acid rain coming down in the mountain range north of us, Adirondacks, and was killing all of the marine life in those lakes. From you know the pollution from Canada and um, there's the nuclear power plants on Lake Ontario. They're obviously poisoning that yes. water, irradiating it, using it to cool down their reactors. And to our west was Buffalo, and that was Love Canal. They built a a housing development over a toxic waste bed. People are getting sick. nice. Good to, move. Yeah. To the south was. Um, Binghamton, there's a tower down there known as the Toxic Tower, and I think to this day it's abandoned. They can't tear it down because of the... It's not asbestos, but it's something even worse in the building, and the people are getting <laughs> sick. So, Jesus. you know, 
Earth crisis came from the reality of us seeing all this stuff happen around us, all the pollution, all the environmental destruction, you know, the the wildlife being killed off by all these pollutants and poisons, and that that's why we take it as seriously as we do. Because hence the name, right? Yeah, hence the name. And it wasn't just like, you know, like a concept. It was like this is stuff that was like literally affecting our lives. You know, right? right. A lot of people here have asthma too, and I think it's, yeah. Well, you know what? I, including me. I, I yeah, and and that hits home because I have people in my family that, that have asthma, and I've had asthma. Actually, I outgrew it somehow. That, that's good. Which is pretty cool. That's rare. That's rare. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I can appreciate that you guys were that way so young. You yeah. know what I mean? Because now I'm very you know like at this age, obviously, well, people sometimes don't care. People choose to be oblivious, but. I'm very aware of my surroundings and what's going on in the world and so on and so forth. I have my own, you know, that's a whole other thing. But you guys were young guys and very, very aware and very, you know, concerned about what was happening. And that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, be, you know considering your age and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We, we were a little more forward thinking. Yeah. We were very forward thinking for that time. age. I mean, how old were you guys? Like 18, 19. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And here you are, you know. All these years later, yeah. Creating a band that, you know, is talking about all these all these things. You know, all these very, very extremely important things that are like, you know. Yeah, they, I mean, they don't, only, they don't <clears throat> only affect our lives. They affect, like, what's going to happen in the future. Oh, it's like, it. it's everything. with what Monsanto is doing and, and some of these other companies. It's disgusting. And, it's disgusting. Uh, you know, they're trying to literally restructure how plants grow, and they're putting, um, you know, things that would repel insects into the structure, well, the cellular structure of the plant. Yeah. Like, who knows what that's, how that's going to pan out after people have been eating this food. It's Because it's going to get crushed up for grain or cornmeal or whatever. So the the thing that was interesting to me about you guys was something that exactly like the name of your band that um and it's funny that that's one of the main reasons that um you got into um being like you just said um straight edge or vegan was because the environment some people get into that because I don't want to hurt the feelings of animals not saying that that may not be one of your reasons but that's sometimes the 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 the, the first stepping stones for some of the pe- the catalyst for some of these people out there yeah. being. The animals at first, and you were looking at it almost in a bigger picture when you're talking about, yeah, the animals, but it's connected to how we're, from the water we're drinking to what's growing and how we're abusing the land. From what our government's doing to provide energy and so on and so forth. I mean, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, hurting people to, you know. And something we were just talking about before this, you know, so like, again, a lot of people that are listening now are going to know who you are or a ballpark of um, where you come from because if anybody knows the name Earth Crisis, they know them. I always think of two words, um, vegan, straight edge, or three, and then scumbag for Scott. <laughs> what up, Scott? <laughs> but but that's, another, that's another start. But um, um, the thing about you guys, let me ask you this. This was the thing. Um, you remember the first time we played together? Like the first tour, you do, do you remember any? The thing was, what was crazy to me about that time was, as small as hardcore was, it was still there was worlds apart. Like there's people that never crossed paths. Right, there wasn't and, the internet yet. Exactly, you know? and I, one of the funniest things was I remember before our first tour, people were like, "Yo, you got a tour with Earth Crisis." They're like, "So, yo, what's up with you?" 
And I, always, I go like, well, what do you mean? What's up with me? Like, yo, you know, you like to blaze? They're against blazing. I said, well, then it's going to be a problem, <laughs> you know, because, you know, we all got, um, you know, their, their green is different than my green, but it's green. It's but um, green. I, um, but um, what I always wanted to know was this, being the guys that you were and, and being straight edge or whatever, and then you going um, on tour with animals, basically, what were you thinking what was like? What, what, what did you knew about? Maybe Madball, maybe about AF. But what were you thinking coming into that tour? Because we didn't know each other at all before that. We did not know each other, but you know, we all grew up as fans of Sick of It All and Chrome Eggs and Agnostic Front, and it definitely felt like, in the very early era, like Madball was a continuation of the Agnostic Front idea. You know, because there was even some guys from the band oh, in yeah. with you. Yeah, for sure. You know, so and if and if you think back at like all the kind of stuff that Roger was writing about. Like, you know, to me, he was, like, tackling, like, issues, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah no Like, not, not only things that were, like, frustrating or, you know, a source of anger, but, like, you know, projecting stuff out even yeah, further. social, social stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Yahweh promised conquered land, like, yeah. lines like that, you yeah, know, yeah. stick out, you know, to this day. Sure. Um, so, the other thing to keep in mind is, when we were growing up here, there was no legitimate hardcore scene. There was one hardcore band that preceded us that was pretty aggressive called Catatonics. Those guys uh, were all very cool to us. But, like, the majority of the people around here were very, very involved in drugs, very, very involved in alcohol. And it was, like, to an incapacitating point. Right. You know, it wasn't like they were using it to, like, heighten something or um, celebrate. Well, you know, I mean, you could choose your word, but... The the thought you know the thought that we had in our minds from seeing how they were um, affected by drugs and alcohol was it was destroying them. You know what I mean? Like let's say some guy was like a good lacrosse player, or he was a good skateboarder. You know, after like four or five, six years of he this, shot. you know, he was shot. He didn't care anymore. He wasn't like yeah. pursuing that with any type of vigor. So we were like, okay, we're not going to let that happen to us, and that scared yeah. us. You know, it literally did. And we loved all the straight edge bands at the time. You know, a lot of the Boston bands, a lot of the New York bands. And we, we, but we loved all the punk bands from England, too. We loved Conflict and Discharge. Yeah, I wanted and to know that. Like, Concrete what was your background? And, like, yeah, and Doom. Yeah. And, and all the New York bands. And we loved, we especially loved, like, DYS and Slapshot and uh, SSD, SSD. All those control, bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, we were taking those ideas, but we were, like, Maybe there was only maybe 10 or 12 straight edge guys here. Right. Which is crazy if you think, you know, 10, 15 years later, CNN came here yeah. when they did a documentary about straight edge and filmed at this club when right. there was like. This became the mecca for yeah, straight edge. It pretty much did. Yeah. You know, truthfully. And it's like Orange County had it, Boston had it, New York sure. had it, Connecticut had it. But we've pretty much had an unbroken chain of straight edge bands since the late 80s here. And I think that's kind of what made it different. And that's why they chose to come here. Because it was like legitimate, you know, becoming adult age people still involved with it, you know? Right. Now, now, this is one I, what I want to hear from you. The definition of straight edge. Because I've heard people, you know, um, bring up, obviously, not doing drugs. Some people bring up not having sex. Right. Um, what was straight edge to you? What was, the, the, what was in that package? To you, you say I'm straight edge, so you didn't do dr drugs. Did, was it uh, you don't um, uh, foreign substances in your food? Did that go under that? Like, what was you or ju just you not doing drugs? Was that being straight edge to you? 
to me, you know, Straight Edge, when it first started out, when we were listening to like Minor Thread and Teen Idols and all the other bands we were just talking about, they defined it as Straight Edge is a law of moderation anti-obsession. Pretty sure that's almost word for word what Ian MacKay's thought on it was. You know, so when it came around to the late 80s, 90s, and a lot of the people in those bands were no longer kind of on that path, you know, and they veered off into other things, we were like, okay, you know what? What strange means to us is something different. It's a lifetime commitment to never touch a drop of alcohol or smoke cigarettes or, um, you know, use drugs for escapism or be promiscuous because nobody wants a stalker. Nobody wants an unplanned pregnancy. Nobody wants to unzip their pants and say, holy shit, what's this? You know what I mean? With a disease or something. So it was it was for practical reasons. Use a rubber, kids. Well, I'm just saying. It was, off, it was for practical reasons. Not to be crude, but, you know, just to really break it down and be honest about it. You know, th- those were our thoughts. You know, it's like... If, if we're going to be the best skateboarders or snowboarders we could be, if we're going to be the best musicians that we can be, we have to have a focus. And if we move all those things, we'll have a focus. And it's like, you know, to answer your question from earlier, it's like, what did Earth Crisis think of Madball going out on the road? You know, we saw you guys having a blast playing music and being a successful band. So there's like a balance. Like there's a balance for my parents. My balance do, I mean, my parents do drink alcohol. But, you know, my dad's an architect, my mother's an opera singer and a professor, and they're very successful with what they do, you know? So it's like, I understand that different people handle it in different ways, and different people use it for different things. Exactly. And real quick, touching on that, because we were talking about it right outside, and it's a good thing. Now the whole smoke and weed thing is like kind of in style. As you know, some of us in here... You know, don't do things for style, but for the pure <laughs> lust of the plan. But, 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 I, really, what people now are, try, are starting to see the benefits if it's um, medical or it's for making money for your state. Um, what do you feel about the plant being around? Again, you're in a, in, a, in a rock and roll scene. Rock and roll being, you know, music, whatever, where you're around drugs and meet people that do different things. I hate even using that word drugs, really, because I think of bad shit when this is like you're smoking lettuce to me. Well, you know what I mean? But um, what's your out? What, what, how do you feel about that plant knowing that it has medical benefits and coming from through your eyes? You know what I mean? Right. First and foremost, you know, you could go Fairly back. organic. You could go back in time and look through like old Terrorizer Kerrang or whatever it was in the mid 90s. And back then, Earth Crisis was saying this plant can be turned into a fiber that can be used for material to make shoes or jean jackets or belts or wallets. Yeah. It can be used, it can, the seeds can be ground up for flour to make bread out of. It can be used by people who are going through chemotherapy when they have cancer or glaucoma and it helps bring their appetite up, and which makes them healthier when they're trying to combat a disease. Same thing for, you know, there's a lot of people right now, like basically I see the enemy as the pharmaceutical companies and the drug cartels. I'm right there with you. The pharmaceuticals and the drug cartels to me are the enemy because they don't want to provide something to help people. They want people strung out and they want you to think that no matter what's going on, you have an illness that needs to be diagnosed. Like all these commercials for all these pills are insane. You know, and I'm just saying... You know, if somebody legitimately has a chemical imbalance or this issue or that issue and weed calms them down, you know what I mean? Or, 
you know, weed provides them with some type of a, a balancing level. That's got to be a lot better for them than some crazy pharmaceutical thing cooked up in a laboratory by Pfizer. You know most, what I'm saying? Most definitely. You know, just like it's better to eat fruits and vegetables than it is processed food. Yeah. It's better that somebody use um, a plant, you know, a natural source of this, this, or that that gets synthesized and put into pill form to make some company billionaires. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, you know, just like nicotine levels are added to or enhanced in cigarettes to keep people strung out on that, you know, and I've heard that trying to kick a smoking habit is as traumatic as trying to it Stop is. using it, heroin. It really is hard. You know what I'm it saying? Is. So you don't know what else is being put in these pills because I don't think these people are always going to be necessarily honest about what's going on because I think their intention is not the health of the the consumer or user of their product. The intention is to get them strung out on it so that they keep coming back. That's right. So those, those are those are pretty much my views on that. And, and vegan. How many years vegan? I've been... Vegan. Vegan? Yeah. I'm, I'll be 45 at the end of this month, and I'm, you know, I've been vegan since I was 18. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. So, time. long time. And to some people, you know, I realize they're going to say, well, this is boring. This is just, what is this interview about? This is about a guy who, who wants no, to. We're not boring. boring. No, 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 but here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> here's, what, here's what compelled a lot of people to listen to our band. Because, you know, there's plenty of great punk bands. There's plenty of great hardcore bands that saying about the benefits of being vegetarian or that it's better not to be cruel to animals and torture them in a laboratory or you know shoot an exploding harpoon into a whale for something as trivial as dog food or yeah, oil goofy. you know that's in their body um what earth crisis was singing about and will always continue to was what groups like the animal liberation front were doing the sea shepherds and earth first and now you hear a lot more about that there is the show Whale Wars. There are these documentaries that you can watch on Netflix about vivisection. But back then, when things would happen, when a laboratory was raided and monkeys were rescued, who were literally being tortured by scientists, it would be a local news story. And they would suppress it at that level because they didn't want to see other laboratories getting broken into and other animals being rescued. Right. Same for the fur ranches and the other things, the, uh, you know, calves being rescued out of the veal crates so they were suppressing that and some of this stuff was huge like there was like you know tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of property property damage to these companies when some of their facilities were damaged or or burned or whatever you know or files were destroyed um and that's one of the things that earth crisis always forwarded you know that to us you know we we are all vegans, obviously. We all believe in animal liberation, and we encourage other people to be kind to animals or be vegetarian or vegan on what levels they're capable of to do, to do something to try and alleviate the suffering, to, to do something to try and stop the abuse of, of these creatures. But what these guys were doing was above and beyond the call of duty. It's an incredibly dynamic aspect, so we wanted to write songs about it. You know, and it's like if I was a journalist, if I was an author, if I was a documentary filmmaker, I'd be doing the same thing. But we're a band. Right. So we write songs. This was your album. Yeah, we were writing this was songs. Your platform. About it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah that's great. And, and, and a question is about this. You always meet, I meet a lot of vegans doing this music. Now it seems everybody's vegan nowadays, which is cool if you're in it for the right reason. What 
is it about certain people that may um, be under the umbrella of being vegan? You think it's corny, like you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 a I'm a dude from the, I'm a I'm a you know regular dude, but I'm a from I'm a guy from the streets. When I see a dude trying to be something is not like you you you're, you're acting over exaggerated. I think it's corny. You know, I think it's corny if you're not from the hood acting. You're like you're from the hood. Hold on. Good job, Ruben. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, check, check. Yeah. Hold on, got it? All right, buddy. <laughs> Let's go. We're going. Talk in it. But that, yeah, there's something the more. There we go. Is it good? All right. Yeah. Ghetto Productions. There you go. Speaking <laughs> of the streets, talking about yeah. the streets. So basically, is there is there um anything about um people false flagging or like do you are you offended when people are all right they're they're vegan before just because they may live in Syracuse Same. and everybody else is vegan? No, I hear what you're saying. I mean, to me, what to me is disappointing is when you know somebody will be out there saying this, this, and that. Like for instance, I don't I don't want to name names because name names. No, 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 no. Because no, here's the thing. Okay, there was a, an athlete, a professional athlete who was vegan. And he had he was making like vegan shoes and all that kind of stuff, and then he stopped. Okay, that's one thing. Then he started hunting. Okay, that's one thing. But then he started hunting exotic animals. From what I understand, oh, it's geez. like give me a break. Christ. You know what I mean? Like Crazy. it's ridiculous. For what? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And if that's true, you know, that's why I'm not naming a name because I don't have any way to verify. Right, right. But from everything I understand, to me, something like that is absurd and it's insulting. It's ridiculous. It's because if you come to a point of understanding where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, and it's not just something for me, I'm going to profess that I am doing this. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to create something that helps other people do this, and then to turn away from it, to me, that it's like battlefield trader in a way, you know? Yeah. No, real, real something, you just made me think of something that I heard on another podcast. And, and it was about, it's funny about the, the, the exotic animals. So I had heard about this one dude who um, people were flipping about. Um, he was they, he paid a certain amount, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to kill a, a black rhino or whatever. Oh. And people were flipping. And I, you know, I also was like, yeah, that's, you know, I don't, I believe in, um, you know, you, if you're hunting to eat and use it, you use it all. Or don't hunt. But also you shouldn't, if you're eating meat, you should know where your, your food's coming from. Right. But. What I then I heard them talking that it was a bull rhino that was killing the population that was left. So they had to put him down, and the money that he donated was going in to conserve the ones that were living. So how do you see that? Now that gave it a twist. It made, it made me like think about it in a different yeah, way. Yeah, and that's it too. You know, so some, it's like sometimes it's the so, media jumps on something too quick exactly. when they don't have all the knowledge. Exactly. Like for instance, right now, right now. There's photos circulating online of a dog with his mouth taped shut. I've seen it. And there's people threatening this this owner of this animal. And I heard they posted her address or something. I was thinking, how ridiculous is that? That people are offended by this. This could have been a prank. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She totally. put tape on him just like somebody puts a, a little joke. mermaid oh, costume yeah. on their cat or something ridiculous. Right. You know, to, to, for a joke because there's no, no way to verify whether this... Animals literally, literally being abused. Yeah, is he being abused? And when at the same time, there was an NFL player a few years ago who was literally slaughtering yeah. pit bulls or having them slaughtered on his property with right. his knowledge. And I heard, you know, we we could investigate this, but like I heard they're being like 
hung or electrocuted oh, or yeah. drowned. Like they weren't just getting a bullet in the brain and dropping dead. Right. They were like being killed in like barbaric Tortured. ways. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I don't know. Maybe you guys know. I don't know. But that's what I heard was happening. Right. And then this guy is back on the field. He yeah. goes, I think he went to prison. And yeah, then he's he back on the field. And people they, are cheering for this dude. This dude's probably making millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. And one of the arguments that I heard was, well, he speaks out against dog fighting now. Now, now exactly. that'd be like Ted Bundy. You know, yes, he did rape and murder the yeah. cheerleaders, yeah. but he's out of prison now and he's going to speak out against it. Yeah. So we should all <laughs> give him a round of applause yeah, and a pat yeah. on the back. You know, it's absurd. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. People are crazy. And I always wondered that because that just, you know, made me think. You know what I mean? I was like, how this, there's a spin on stuff. You know what I mean? And I was wondering, like, <clears throat> all right, like, what about um, hunting for food? Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you spend any time out in the wilderness, in the woods, in nature, on the water, you're going to see the big fish eat the little fish. The birds swoop down and, you know, grab the fish out of the shallow water or a hawk grab a squirrel or what have you. Obviously, there's like a cycle, you know what I mean, where animals eat each other. And I definitely think there's a lot more honesty in someone going into the woods or going out on the water and catching a fish themselves or harvesting a deer or what have you than there is in some animal Mass, being yeah. Yeah. trapped in a cage. Yeah. Mass you know, producing, 24 yeah. hours under the lights on a wire screen yeah. and they're going down a line and the animals in front of them are screaming because the ones in front of them are getting their heads cut oh, off geez. or they're getting electrocuted. You know what I mean? For something as trivial as a fur coat or trivial as, you know, their their flesh or what have you. Yeah. But, you know, I, I will say that. I will say that. But obviously, you know, I am an idealist. And ideally, I, you know, I hope society gets to the point where, you know, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to protein, everything is available that would be vegan, that would be a version of you know, what is now not there, if that says it. I hope it does. I got I got a confession to do to you. I'm going to do it right now live. <laughs> so we went on a, on a tour, a f very infamous tour called the Guilty by Association Tour, which you named, which we, <laughs> well, uh, you know, that's a fact. We already traced the origins. But I remember on that tour, and, and this was, I don't know how many years ago, do you remember? Uh, it might have literally been like 17, 18 years Exactly. Ago. So let's just say the vegan cuisine was still in the works. It, they, there was no towels I'm out there yet. You, what up, Tal and Crossroads it's, Kitchen? Um, it's there now. But, it's there uh, now. I, I can say it with confidence. No, definitely. Definitely. It's if, there. If, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Shout out to Hardcore Sweets. They made some vegan cupcakes for yesterday that were amazing. There you go. And I wanted to bring you some for today, but it, it didn't make it. Oh, well, those, those aren't vegan. The vegan ones didn't make it. They got eight. Win some, lose some. Yeah, oh, man, they were good. Yeah, they were good. Those the girls I, with the short skirts and No, no, no. This is, um, and the guys from Connecticut, but I know the short skirt, but Hardcore Sweets was um, my man Bubba. He played in 100 Demons. Oh, really? And now he's making him and his, and his whole squad, the the ball makers and everybody, <laughs> they call amazing, amazing, amazing sweets. Right. Anyway. And homegrown, so go support them. But I remember in those days, it was hard for you guys to eat. I would, I would, you know, I, would, I, I remember, you know, whenever you guys, we would run into a place where there was a restaurant, where there was a vegan restaurant back then. It was, it wasn't like now. No. And I remember how excited you got. But I remember <laughs> you guys rolling up one time, and you had um like four <laughs> boxes of like 
I think it was like Pedialyte, like you know, like um, you know, like ba- the, the, whatever it is, the milk or whatever. But they had it in chocolate, and I remember me and Johnny Lafada, our drummer at the time, you, these guys were out, and I remember we were hungry, and it was like there was nothing to eat, and we're looking, and he's like, "Yo, look at this," and he goes, "Oh, I go, hey, don't touch that. That's you know, that's these guys. They drink this when they don't got food," and he's like, "Yo, but this one says chocolate." And we say, "Fuck it, let's try one." Yo, those things were good. Me and John was they drank like six of them, <laughs> so we took some of your Pedialites out or whatever. Uh, what was it called? Uh, All right, we're stepping outside of the van now. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> whatever it was. It was like milk you give fucking Get out. babies. Come on! But they got it in chocolate. And the shit was so good. And then later on, I was like, oh man! But I had to live with that guilt for a long time. It was hard to sleep that night. I slept good though. <laughs> that night I slept good, but um. Guilty by Association tour. Right. It was Madball, um, Crown of Thorns, or Scarred. No, Scarred. Scarred, not Crown of Thorns. Hatebreed. Yep. um, Earth Crisis, and maybe Son of Scam. No, he was just there. He was just there. Oh, he was just... Scam was just there. That was pre-Son of Scam. (laughs) It was pre... Maybe that's a, maybe that's what gave birth to it. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it did. It totally did. No, that did, was pretty. We that saw was that pre- video of him can't call the oh, girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nut. Yeah, scam was scam was out there. George Levels was out there. A bunch of a bunch of characters. We had a bunch of Boston Mike, of course. Rest in peace. Right. He was out there with us, man. We had an entourage, and that was the first U.S. tour I guarantee any of those bands ever did on a bus. Yeah. Was, any was, of us. It was our well, yeah. Well, we we shared a bus, right. just to, yeah. just to just to inform the people. Oh yeah, right, let that, people know about you know, that. Madball and Earth Crisis, because I mean, really, the whole tour revolved around us. Yeah, and you know I, know I would I mean? also it was like Earth to Crisis, say, Madball co-headlining in the states. That's what the whole tour was, and then, you know, I mean, you got to remember, Hatebreed was opening up for us. Those days, it's yeah. crazy if you think about that. Now we're ready to return the favor, Jamie. Yeah. What up, baby? What up? We're yeah. ready. We're ready to go. So Guilty you, by Association yeah, two, two. Yeah. starring April. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad ballers. Featuring <laughs> small lettering. Uh, also featuring. Yeah, but definitely. And also, Blood, also, Blood ended up joining that. Too. Also featuring Mad Ball and Earth Crisis. Yeah. But, but again, that's one of the things that I love. That um. I remember on that tour, like um, Heaven and Hell, what we used to call the bus. <laughs> That's right, the, the lounges, the dueling yeah, the, lounges. The front was heaven, where all the the nice people were, and the back is where the devil lived. <laughs> you where the find... devil orchestrated the symphony. <laughs> yeah, oh, there was symphonies, there was bagpipes getting blown, there was, <laughs> there was, <laughs> there was bottles, there was freaking... Um, Cappuccino, where are you now? Oh, uh, Cappuccino. <laughs> We got to do a whole podcast on her alone. But <laughs> right, we're gonna, no, we'll talk about 17 that. 17 years later. Where, where, where is, is she now? now? She's on Cops. I think I saw her in the Ferguson riots. I think I saw her. Jumping out of car. <laughs> right, what are some of your memories of that tour being those? Just pick any because I can name so many. Oh, man. Uh, Bob, what a crazy, what a crazy Mexican combo. police on motorcycles. Tijuana. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, you guys came with us to Tijuana, right? No, they were there. Oh, oh, you guys were there, and then we were coming, and you guys were it leaving. It broke off. When we got to the statue, we said, Later. we have to escape with our lives now. <laughs> yeah. This is this is time to escape with our lives. <laughs> I, we, we, so the angels left the building. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a... <laughs> we just... Um, 
the the for anybody who checked out the Tijuana episode um <laughs> earlier that day when we arrived to Tijuana we actually ran into Carl and the other Earth Crisis guys who were there earlier. And we took a quick picture, which is actually on the YouTube version. But I remember talking to these guys like, hey, you guys are hanging out. And they're like, nah, we're out of here. <laughs> and why didn't we listen? Why? I why? know. But um, It lives up to its reputation. If you have not been to Tijuana, it definitely lives up to yeah, it. Yeah, and um, besides Tijuana, what else do you remember? From, what any, any other situations? What do you remember from that tour? Because it's good to... Hear other people's perspectives. Well, it's good to hear a sober, yeah, a sober perspective. <laughs> because I think a lot of us weren't in that state. Of I remember mind. good stuff too, though, because I know what you guys are in. Like there was like chicken fights in the pool. That was awesome. Oh, that you was know what I mean? Fun. We had clean. Absolutely, fun. Yeah, there, was, there was good clean fun. There was there that too. too. Yeah, Let's hear yeah, the real yeah. shit. Oh, the real <laughs> shit. What did you see? That was some real shit. Because you could feel free to talk. You know. All right. No, what you find interesting? No, no, no names will be, will yeah. be identified. But Richie Scam did it. No, yeah. no. But um, <laughs> only Scam's yeah. name will be identified. <laughs> no dry snitching. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Pass that blunt, Carl. <laughs> Damn, he hit that shit hard. Oh shit! Dab crisis. Remember, yeah, yeah. Kansas City. Remember Kansas City? Oh, yeah. Like thirteen people lined up on the ground getting arrested. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you know what? I oh, you know what too? You know what too? You guys. Maybe it was you guys. Rap bones. Rapples is there, right? Uh, he might have. he popped up somewhere? I think he popped up, and people wanted to put him in a tire and roll him down a hill. <laughs> I think I remember that. It sounds familiar. Really? Probably. Uh, yeah. And after Detroit that, had to be and after maybe, that, yeah. after that brawl with all wherever Which got Detroit. No, no, no. Which one? No, no, no. Not that one. The I think Kansas City. Uh -huh. Um. I was like, I knocked on this girl's car. I was like, I was like, open your trunk, open your trunk, and she opened the trunk, and we put him in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, when the, when the cops run around, right, 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 right. and it works. Right, wow. yeah. 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 Wow. You, you That's know, great. Yeah. yeah. Good, good See, quick thinking, right? You know what was crazy? I, I guarantee you, he does not remember that. I, I remember rolling up to... I saw him the other day. Well. I remember rolling up to Portland or somewhere, and there was people picketing you guys. Don't you remember? They were like, they wanted to boycott you guys. That's right. We're the villains. I love it. It and wasn't Matt for once. It wasn't Scarhead. It was the Earth Crisis. Yeah, it was our, it was finally our turn. Yes, to shine. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we were the villains. In every, every story needs one, though. Yeah. And that day, we were. But you know what? They chilled out. That was, it actually not ended up being the nightmare that most of the other days yeah, were. No, it, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was good. That was <laughs> but but you know, in that whole chaos, I mean, we bonded a lot. We all got to know each other. It's, it's actually kind of crazy because did Marauder play that show with us in Detroit? I don't no, remember. I don't no, so. I don't think so. I don't think maybe they, that was a I don't different. Think they one. played any any. Part okay, of it was that. a different one. Yeah, I don't think they played any part of that. I know Blood for Blood came on at one point. I think Hate Breed left. Yeah, and, Blood and Blood for Blood. Hate Breed left in disgust. Yeah, well, I, I think they. I think it was just that's how it was set up. I think they were supposed to do part of it, and then Blood for Blood was supposed to kick in for part of it. Yeah, um, remember White Trash Rob wore a Hawaiian shirt every yeah. day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's this guy sifting through a garbage can looking for bottles and stuff. And White Trash Rob ran up behind him. He goes, "Dad, Dad, Mom wants you to come home. It's okay." <laughs> 
<laughs> it's okay. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. How, how, how it's just a moment. It's just a, a moment of it. You know what I mean? How long All those was little that things. How long was that tour? Six weeks? I think it was like full US. Weeks? I think yeah. it was full US. It was definitely full US because we went all the way to the West Coast. Yeah. Started on the East Coast. Started in Cleveland to be specific, I want to say. Because remember, we started the tour in Cleveland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that was like the thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it started there. Okay. And then, and then. Maybe uh, we, you know, we probably did another tour with Crown of Thorns, too. Because I, well, I think. probably did. Because I one think was Scarhead. that was Scarhead. That one was Scarhead, yeah. And then Crown yeah. of Thorns came after. Yeah. 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 That was us, Scarhead. That was you, you guys, us, Scarhead. Um. Hate breed at one point, blood for blood. Why, yeah. why, why does it seem like you guys played with more non straight edge bands than straight edge bands? Because yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's amazing. A lot of those guys don't want to be our friends. What about that they didn't want to be our friends. They're like, these guys are too metal. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, man. Right, but the Hoyas is the halftime. The halftime. Earth Grace is about the halftime. Yeah, you got to love them. But it's cool. It's cool how we all bonded, even though, you know, you come from different worlds. And we got to cre- credit Rabies because he introduced everybody to everybody. He did, huh? He really did. Yep. Huh. He was the ambassador. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But we did. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've been friends for a long time now. Yeah, man. Always, yeah. Always. And we've been to yeah. Europe together, too. Sure. Sure. And that tour, I mean, we bonded and we and we kept the friendship from then till now obviously and it's like you know i think that that also can teach a lot of people you that's know, true too things, yeah. you know what i mean like you know we weren't you know we didn't have the same you know beliefs <laughs> yeah. at that point but we did bond you know in other ways you know another level totally, you know what totally. i mean yeah. I, th- that yeah that was the thing that um a lot of people didn't understand that we got along really well and that people didn't expect us to get along I remember sitting there high as fuck (laughs) and talking shit with you and I was like you know what I agree with this motherfucker maybe not what he's eating but I I agree with this motherfucker yeah but think about that think about the the quintessential mad ball line I thank God and all my family without them where the hell would I be because if you think about that you know how many how many things in Earth Crisis are about those ideas in one way or another. Sure, you know what I mean. Sure. So, at, at, if you boil it down, at the bottom of it, I do feel like the similarity. Yeah, the, the commonalities are all there. We definitely, yeah. we yeah. definitely, family aspect. We That's definitely saying, linked yeah. on family. Right, and and we also linked up. Especially, we talked too. a lot about faith. Me and you would always talk Absolutely. about faith a lot. Yeah, master creator, which we create. Not we don't all believe in. Even in this band, I don't speak for this band. You know, we believe in. So, uh, people, everybody believes in something, My you know. Beliefs have morphed, have you know, um, but I definitely have faith, and I believe, you know, as much as whatever you want to call it, energy, you want to call it a God, you want to call it um, Jehovah, whatever you want to call it, I believe, and you know, for myself, I know it's real because I've been in situations where I got saved. Straight up, you oh, know. Totally. Well, if it's fake, then that fake should help me. Whatever it be, I believe it, and um, but I know you always, we always agreed on that, that um. You know, faith to believe in something. Totally. And there were times when, like, I literally, you know, could have been killed 
and I prayed, and it it was so miraculous that like I have to give credit to God that I was saved by Him. There's no other logical explanation why I would not have been killed. And I, you and know, I, and I don't want to get into all the specifics yeah, sure, of it, sure. but you know what I'm saying. I mean, but why I like asking you the, a question like this because you know you're a smart guy, and I know a lot where you talk is stuff that you research. Even if I don't agree with it, I know it's stuff that you kind of oh, you definitely. speak with you yeah. back up, and I love it. Yeah. That's why I like getting your output on something like this because. I like, you know, um, faith is something that, again, we, we, we touched base on for many years. We, we back and forth. Right. So it's always curious to bring it up now in a time where it's, um, it's a different thing now. Yeah. You know, it's like there's branches of that now, mm-hmm. you know, and some of it is not there no longer. Or some of it is morphed into something else. But um, some people don't believe at all. You know, right. so it's just curious that um, we still have some old style tendencies, but yet you have some new style tendencies with the way you live in and looking progressive, out. Progressive exactly. thinking in, in a lot of areas, which is actually common sense. Yeah. In my opinion. In some ways. I'm with, sure. I'm with you. I'm with you on a lot so of So, like, all right, here. like God. You believe in God. Let's yeah. talk about, I, I would say that right now. So you believe in God. I believe in God. Absolutely, yeah. But, but then again, this is me speaking, not exactly. me speaking for everyone on Earth, Chris. Of course. Like, you know, me, me too. You know, but at the same time, I, you know, and, and I always give credit where credit's due. I think Ray Capo wrote an amazing line with Shelter. He said, a painter with no painting. Meaning, how could there be creation if there was no creator? And I thought that was a brilliant way of addressing that and simplifying it and getting the concept Great across. Man. Like, look into the concept of a master creator. You know, there's so much complexity to just like the structure of, of a cell or of an atom or of a subatomic particle. How could that have just sprang into being without an intelligent design without a purpose especially thinking how things like self-replicate like the seeds of a tree like think about just how miraculous that is you know that tree that we're looking at yeah anything you know it's yeah it just to me it's like all arrows point to creator you know yeah yeah no it's funny because more and more um nowadays i meet people that are you know i'm atheist there's nothing wrong with be what you want to be, but it's funny. It almost seems like people are just trying to be up on the net. I'm more up on reality than you, and I'm going to go this way. It's like, I'm atheist. And I'm so, then I like to think of, I want to see how you're reacting when there's a gun to your head. Or somebody yeah, got and that's your what mother. I'm talking Somebody about. got your mother by her neck, right? The dude's saying he's going to take your mother and he's going to stick foreign objects in her. I want to know who you're praying to or what are you thinking in your head to help you. That's what I want to know. And if I could get in your hand that second and I hear, damn, I wish I could do something. And you ain't thinking, please, somebody help me. God, hell, if you're a God. I want to hear that. I want to hear that because I really think I've been in situations where I should have become a non-believer. You know what I mean? And that's the time where I'm like, but I find myself arguing with the person I'm claiming is not there, whatever it be. Right, right. You know what right. I mean? So, but then I'm like, I'm arguing with the person I'm saying is not there. <laughs> so I'm acknowledging that somebody, wait, wait, to me. Well, and that's what I think. Me, I think a lot I mean? of people use the word atheist, but the reality is they're agnostic. Yeah. You know, they don't exactly. know. They haven't looked that's into it. Game. And the yeah. other thing is, you know, we have to acknowledge the reality that some people drift away from religion because they literally had it like forced down their throat when they were young. They're going to church yeah. three times a week. I know many people. And they were, way. you know, it was very judgmental. 
and it was very close minded and people felt persecuted and alienated. I have family members like that. Yeah, and yeah. Th so it's understandable if we're going to play in a music scene that's filled with angry motherfuckers yeah. that some of their anger yeah. and some of these people comes from that source. We have to sure. address that reality as well. It's how it's presented Absolutely. too. You know what I I'm agree. saying? Yeah, it's how it's presented. It stems from upbringing. It stems from all that. Right. It, that all factors in. Right. And I think it's, you know, it's like you can look at religion like uh, I think Gandhi said, I like your Christ, but I don't like all your Christians. Nice. And he was probably, hard. I would think, a Hindu. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? Hard. So he was somebody looking at it, a man who was walking a peaceful path, looking at it from the outside. And that was one of his conclusions. You know what I mean? You know, it's something crazy talking about Gandhi that kind of bugged me out that I found out that as holy and, you know, Gandhi, you know. Yeah. That's the per the, the perfect or what do you you know way of thinking right similar or whatever the most sim similar, similar piece. piece so he used to sleep with underage girls in bed and say he wants to test his um to test his willpower. Has that, has that been verified? <laughs> um, l l let's Google it, and that's what I heard that he used to do. You never know, though. That might be some British government propaganda. It could be fuck but, with but him because be he was not. such maybe uh, you yeah. know motivating leader. A and he was leading a nonviolent revolution against their occupation. We might not, you know, I, we might want to put that one through the little test first. I'm not, I'm know? not signing him. That's what I heard. And what if it is? What if it is? Well, and, then, and, and he's a fucking degenerate. Right. No, but do you think, so do you think that that erases everything he stood yeah, for then? That erases everything. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Ruben, you're fucked. On to the, on to the next one. <laughs> no, because I actually heard that oh, about that. But I know what you mean, but um, no, I had actually heard some shit like that that he used to do that to test himself. That's weird. Actually, that might have been in the movie. They might have. I didn't. I they might have referenced. It. I didn't actually. Like, watch might have been like, "What's going on?" Oh, I'm testing myself. No, you talking you know, about? Keep bro in mind. Keep in mind. I saw. You got it confused with Brokeback like Mountain. <laughs> you got it confused. Wrong mountain. Uh, wrong mountain. Wrong movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be coming around the mountain when she comes. He can veering in all the yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, well, Gandhi. Yeah, what up, Gandhi? Look at I'm, I back Gandhi. If he's really, if he didn't do that shit, Gandhi, I got your back. I don't know though, but I will say that yeah. you never know. You never know what's propaganda. Exactly. You know, propaganda. and it's, and nowadays you have the internet is the new platform right, for right, people right. to just spread that kind of propaganda about anyone and everyone. You know what I mean? Sure, so, sure, sure. I, I, I'm with you on that. I don't totally buy it. Yeah, we'll, we'll I mean, have it to, would we'll see, have to look into it, it. Would strike me as <laughs> inconsistent with, with the character was. Yeah. that was at least portrayed. You know what I mean? It would, yeah. it would strike me as very inconsistent. Yeah. It, Th therefore, it caused me to doubt the validity of that or yeah. to at least it calls it and calls that aspect of the story into question we'd have to send the earth crisis team to go That's investigate right. <laughs> <laughs> so that means maybe you know that way you just said it's like, all right maybe you never know you Basically. never know i mean no, one way or the other. yeah all right yeah i hear you and uh, uh, dalai lama how you feel about him I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing his name because I think of Gandhi, I think of Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama. I, actually, wanted, I don't know much dude, about him. This, I want to know what this. you think about him. The Dalai Lama actually came to Ithaca City maybe like an hour south of us. And one of the things that he said, from from what I understand, was he said that, that hunting or killing an animal is one of the worst things a human can do for their karma. And I thought that was interesting. Yo, Dalai Lama, shout out to the Dalai Lama, Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah, no, I hear you, you know. Right. Uh, but uh, I also want to see the jet he flies over to America in. 
<laughs> and then, then 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 talk to me. I, I doubt he's an American like we fly. And coach sitting in a row um, B thirty two. Right, back by the toilet. Yeah, exactly. Getting hit in the knee Actually, all day. You, you, you shouted out tall. Oh yeah, you know, of our, our our friend, our dear friend, and 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 a great and a great chef, and you know, guy who's revolutionizing you know vegan cooking. He actually has cooked for the Dalai Lama. It's funny enough. Oh, really? Yeah, we talked about him. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? So I that, that, that's an interesting thing. Even more, I heard, he co- I heard he cooked for Manball. Even more. How about that? <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Shout and, out and to Crossroads. Let, President let, Clinton. Tell, tell him about Cross. Yeah, Crossroads. Shout out you to Tom. What up? You hear that? Vegans are winning. Manball ate a vegan dinner. Hey, let me ask you this. Let me tell you this. Who always had love for the <laughs> or vegans? Or many vegan dinners. Who always had? Who always? It was. Who it was never? Manball. Who never gave a fuck? That you were vegan. Who never, who always backed you, uh, the vegans? It was Warzone, it was Madball, and it was AF. And well, it's true. Well, that's the thing. I think it's just a matter of we respect sincerity. We respect genuine people. It didn't matter, you know, what your beliefs were, your background was. You know, if you were honest and real and sincere about what it is you, you know, you were representing. And I think that that was. That was that went both ways. That worked both ways. You know what I mean? You guys respected us for who we were because, for better or worse, we were real people. We were real individuals, and we kept it real. Like, what we said, we meant. We said we backed up, you know, and that's how we lived our lives. You know, obviously, we've grown up more, and we've evolved, and so on and so forth. That's a whole other thing. But you guys backed up what you sang about. You backed up. You, you lived, you know, what you were singing about what you you know you rep so i think that when it comes down to it that was the common denominator that's the that's the thing that you know kind of brings us all you know to that place is uh the fact that it's coming from a organic real place a genuine place a sincere place you right. know what i mean yeah you know, because there's a lot of fake shit out there in the world. You know, there is on, on all sides, on all sides. So yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what drew that's what drew me to hardcore. Yeah. You know, it's like all of us. But even in hardcore, there's a lot of fake shit. You uh, know this yeah. now, but being we in the game for as, as long adults, as you have been as adults. Yeah, yeah. as adults. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying, like when we were younger, like we weren't drawn to bands that were wearing costumes and makeup, yeah. and yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, singing yeah. about this and that. Yeah, like we were drawn to the reality of. Of what was being, a, you know, what do you, what do you dealt li- with? What do you listen to now? Like, as, as, like, like, as far as all right, right now in your car, we put the fucking radio on. What's gonna come on? No, that's good. Um, let's see. I've been listening to, uh, I've been listening to Tyrant from Detroit and Poison Tongues and Twitching Tongues and <laughs> and tickle your ass tongue, <laughs> tickle your t- fucking. That comes tongue. later. <laughs> Uh, what else? No, and I've been listening to, um, you know, some of the bands we've been we've been out on the road with. I listened to, uh, let's see. Uh, so you have your ear to the street. Yeah, you're, the, you're, you're, the you're checking. You're checking. You're checking for the young for the young blood that's oh, coming. Oh, definitely. Up. Like yeah. like Wolf Down. They're awesome from Germany. And, right. Um, been listening to uh, Manipulate. Got a great nice. singer, great guitar tone. Yeah, there's, there's tons of great stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, they just got a shitty bass player, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what up, Busky? Nah, nah, what up, BM Busk? No, we love Busky. We love Busky despite, Syracuse. despite Syracuse. Busky. We yeah. love him. Syracuse. That's yeah. right. He's a, he's an OG. Yeah. yeah. But he ain't straight edge, I'll tell you that. No, no. It was amazing. But. He has been a loyal friend, and oh. I've I've known him since he was probably like thirteen or fourteen. 
Yeah, he's and wow. he's been out with Earth Crisis. He played in Terror and yeah. Promise. Freya took, I think, was out with Promise, and yep. yeah, and so, it's crazy. Uh, and we also um, have oh, some, and Earth Crisis played Maximum Penalty a couple years ago, and also Mikey, who's our drummer now. Actually, we use you guys as one of our references when we when we thought about trying them out. You know, we had an eye on them, and but we weren't sure what's up with um. You know, how he was living at the time, because he was on tour with Unearth at the time, and they were party band, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with partying, but we were kind of over that one, you know, we were on another level. And then I remember asking you guys, like, yo, what's up with Mikey? Like, well, and you guys were like, nah, he's great, you know, he's on point. I go, I had scumbag. I was like, yo, and he was like, nah, he's good, he's on point. You know, and I said, fuck, if he, you know, you guys knew us, and you knew us at a crazier time, but you also know... You know how we really are. We may may have gotten in trouble and shit, but we're good dudes at the end of the day. Right. So I, 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 I we we used you guys as a gauge, and then I remember saying, and also as a band, you guys were always a tight band, even playing wise. Because I mean, Dennis is a beast. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like, yeah. If you and had just for the record, playing with you, he yeah. must be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We know if he could hang musically with you guys. Okay, that's already. Which we knew he was a great drummer, but also as people. Oh, you yeah. know, we knew, and you guys gave us a bag, and we're like, yo, he fucking did it with Earth Crisis. He should be all right with us because we felt like we were similar people in like how we, you know, how we like to live on the road and sure. what we're about. You know, we're like, you the know, respect we, factor. Yeah, totally. The common you know. courtesy factor. Right. Mike you is, know. you know, he's a great player, and he's, I mean, he survived multiple Earth Crisis tours <laughs> intact, yeah. you know? Yeah. He only snapped once and, like, smashed a room and tore the ceiling down. <laughs> That's oh, once. Wow, nice. Only once. Only once. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, right there, we proved that he's, yeah. you know, yeah. he's yeah. mad ball worthy. Exactly. Mad ball material. Exactly. Well, yeah. he had to do that at least once <laughs> to become mad ball material, actually. That's right. That helped. He's stuck with us now. <laughs> yeah, no, Mike's been great, man. And he was, what, with you guys off and on for a while, yeah, right? Filling absolutely. in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's, here's one thing, too. I want people to know when they see Earth Crisis, you know, sometimes we've got JD, our our bass player from Path of Resistance. Right. And he'll jump on when Bulldog can't go. Yeah. Or if, if Eric can't go, Jimmy from Undying will come with us. Right. And if Dennis can't go, you know, we've had Andy from Fall Out Boy and we've had Mike. Yeah. You know, so my thought is I never want people to feel like the band is, like, pushing down on them. Dude, you want to... You wanna, be there for your, you know, your daughter's christening. Be there for the christening. That's fine. Yeah, family you, first. Yeah, right? yeah. We can. We we've got plenty of talented friends that can fill in here and there. You know, you just fly home those days and come back, or you fly home and come back on the next tour. It's fine. Right. And it's made the band work so much better. It's alleviated so much stress doing it that way. And I'm guessing it's kept it. It's kept it alive, right? Yeah, in, totally. Because we've been because it, it kind of keeps the ball rolling. You know, totally. Because we've been hitting pretty hard over the last. I think. In another month, it'll be 10 years. You know, oh we've God. done two seven inches and three full lengths, and we've been to South America and Europe and Australia and Japan and all throughout the U.S. and Canada and all over, you know? But I, I think doing it that way makes sense. Yeah. Because it doesn't make people feel like they're under pressure. No, that's, it makes total sense. Makes and sense. all the and some of these guys were drawn out of the path of resistance stable anyways, which is our own band, too. Right. So it comes from the same family. Right. And anything, so what the, and anything um, new with the other bands? Or what's like right now... Um, it's basically this. What are we at? December what? December probably the eighth or ninth. The sixth. Oh, today's December sixth. Right. All right. Two thousand. Uh, two thousand sixteen comes. 
what what's your plans musically like is earth christ is going to be doing more shows are you doing more recording is your other bands doing who's doing what are the other guys doing anything oh yeah um earth crisis is going to south america next year in california i know that for a fact and path resistance has a new record and my guitar player flynn he is uh an illustrator and a painter he just you know, I got to give him a pat on the back here because he would never tell you this. He just sold the painting to Guillermo del Toro. Wow. He, fl- wow, he flies all around. He does gallery shows. Nice. You know, and I think he's, you know, an incredible, uh, like, fantasy-type artist. He can paint, like, monsters and wow, demons and just nice. crazy stuff. He does all the Freya merch. He does all the... Uh, you know all of our designs and he's working on the cover right now nice. and this record if you know if our plan actually works is going to basically be a book oh that's cool nice. you know and it's like with a story and it, and then the, the music is it what's the theme it. the theme is uh like if you look at some of like the cautionary tales from like medieval europe hmm. you know that w- would be described as like folklore or fairy tales or whatever right they all have basis in reality absolutely like the black plague or warfare or uh just you know on and on down everything the line. is based we on went some... to the historical yeah. realities of what started these stories sure. and we wrote songs off them so i think it's nice. a, i think it's original concept and that's you know that's the same thing that kind of made earth crisis stand out i think um because every album is a concept album you know yes. and it's 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 about specific things that have happened historically that you know from our perspective didn't get the attention that they should have or weren't told in the depth that they should have been told when the stories were touched on uh and um who's where you're recording at i know um the last couple of things scott recorded some stuff right he did. We recorded uh, out at <clears throat> Zeus's place. Okay, so yeah, I remember with Zeus. I, I always get confused because uh, you guys got a lot of records too. And then I Scott know Scott was yeah, Scott was involved and oh, that's dope. Yeah. Scumbags, you know, shout out to Scumbag Scott out there, right? And Cal- he's in California. Or what he uh, he moved to North Carolina, now. North Kakalaka. Yeah, he's he's yeah. down there now. Scumbag, <laughs> scumbag. But um, um, that's gonna that's what, what style. Same, you know. Yeah. Earth Crisis crossover. Yeah, it's it's like you know, it's that mixture of metal and hardcore. You, you know, Where, what made you take that direction with your music? Because you mentioned, you know, obviously being being influenced by a lot of New York, Boston stuff, and that's more, and I guess, British traditional and the British stuff. So all the stuff you mentioned was more like traditionally rooted in like punk i guess you can say you totally know but i mean there's say. always going to be metal metallic influence in there i mean it's part especially when you're talking about new york hardcore but um you know what i'm saying so like where did you get like the the heavier approach because you guys took it to a different place musically speaking you know when i was when i was younger i would take just like the i would make little tapes and i would take just the slow songs Right. Off of South of Heaven, ah. or you know, uh, Rain and Blood, or right. just the slow songs off Age of Quarrel, and I would listen to that, right? Because slow was always my favorite, right? You know, so I think that that kind of became our signature, and that kinda, that kind of made us stand out a little bit more. Because I was like, no, man, it's slowing it down makes it heavier. You know what I mean? Right. Slowing it down, and then and then breaking it down from there. Right. You know, like we played, we were in Japan last year, and we played Unseat Holocaust like a, a song that's probably 25 years old off of, you know, off of one of the first records. 
and it was it was pretty wild, like how slow it is when we play it right. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> no, but but you know it's it, it, it it's it's cool because you guys were really doing something you know different at that time and doing something that really influenced a lot lost, of and it, it does really get lost in the mix a little yeah. bit now. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It does. Like not everyone knows that that's the origin of this, 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 and that. Right. Which is which is kind of cool that um, you know the uh, the label Bulltooth got that video together. And put that up, the Earth Crisis soundtrack for action, because they interview a lot of bands, right? Who you know grew up, you know, into Earth Crisis and right. supporting it and appreciating it. Yeah, no, it's 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 it's. I wanted to get that, I and it to was get cool that. too, because you know I did not see it, but Scott told me about it. So the MTV did a documentary about history of metal or something, and they had like a family tree, and our branch, you know, the branch at Earth Crisis was called Metalcore. From Metallic Hardcore. I was just going to mention that, too, because I was going to say that that genre, you know, I got to say, man, like, you guys were, were a big part of that. Like, that was like, you were a big, you were very influential to that branch of, you know, now there's all kinds of cores. You yeah, know, metal yeah, core, yeah, yeah, this yeah. core, that core. But, I mean, you know, that wasn't such a a, a, a popular or trendy word back then. Oh, totally. Cause, yeah, you got to think. But like, you guys were doing that. Yeah, we did not sound. In essence, you know. We didn't sound like. You know, instead, right? You know, we did not sound <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. and 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 in all fairness, we were all doing our Gorilla own biscuits. kind of thing, our own version of whatever right. we all were. I mean, I, I guess that's why we, you know, stand out in our own different ways. But yeah, man, you guys definitely the heavier, you know, that 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 sound, that more metalcore sound. I mean, you guys definitely influenced that that genre big time. That sound like heavy metal, man. You sound like heavy metal, man. Let me ask you this. Carl, there's no earth crisis. Where are you right now? What are you doing? What what's we, your job? What's my there's job? There's no music. You never had earth crisis. should never happen. Where what, you think you would be? What would you be doing right now? You know what? A lot of people are going to not like this answer. A butcher. No, no, no. No, I can think about this in real life. And I'm going to answer it in a real way. You know, because that's honestly a cool Porsche question. clinic. No, no, no. Listen, uh, my dad, my uncle, my cousin, my other cousins all went into the military. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but people will think it's weird. Right. But I, I don't know. I've always respected them. And even though you were anti a lot yeah, of things that the government does, I, right. I, I'm in agreement with. with you I'm know, in agreement with. I think their protective instincts are what led them to those careers. You right. know what I mean? Their, you know, their their desire to like defend their family, their desire to defend their, you know, their their turf, their yeah, home, exactly, their, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like their instincts were absolutely on the right path. Unfortunately, yeah, I do think that this government is controlled by corporations who use our military like mercenaries. That, that's the, and that's the problem. don't like saying that. Yeah, don't you know? Not everyone's going to like hearing that. Yeah. But but that's a that's a truth. Yeah, yeah. So you would be in the military, definitely. Because I mean, I, I respect all those <laughs> You'd guys. You'd be a mercenary. I would not be that? a mercenary. I, you know, I'm just saying. I realize that now, as a you know, 45 year old man. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. But that, that's most likely what that could have been. A, that that's most been likely what would have happened. Yeah, there'll be some soy milk waterboarding going on. I think <laughs> if you were in the military, <laughs> Guantanamo Bay, they'd be fucked. You drank all our chocolate. <laughs> yeah, soy milk. I'm what sorry. are we going to use? Sorry, sorry. 
You know, it's never too late, though. <laughs> it's never too late to, <laughs> to pay that back. Go to the store, and buy, and buy a couple cases of chocolate soy milk. Soy milk. Say, you know what, Carl? I, I, I've been keeping me awake at night, but we're gonna we're you gonna know, make this right. You could have four waters. We're gonna make it right to Pedialyte. I was like, what the fuck are you talking no, about? No, soy milk. It's soy milk. Oh, sorry, man. The Pedialyte. No, it was it was like in a can, like the the shit you give babies. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was shitty. It was soy milk. Yeah. I want to say it was fucking some other shit. It's soy milk with corn syrup in it. That's what made it sweet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever it was. Yeah, it's it was not, not really good for you. Not no. good for you. But, it, but it's GMOs, still great. GMOs, it's still great. That shit GMOs, is fucking... <laughs> that shit is GMO. You guys, it, when you got to Europe, you loved that soya pudding over there. Oh, yeah. That must, you must have lived on yeah, that Europe, huh, when you guys went over you there. You know what, though? I will say this about Europe. You are not treated like an animal or a robot over there. They actually value musicians. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you guys know it. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, Europe's a second house for us. They value the source of their food, you know? Like, they don't participate. Like, they want no part of that whole, like, Monsanto yeah. movement and, and all you know that. Like, I, there's, I mean, not to say that they're not corrupt in their own ways, because let's, let's face facts. All governments have, you know... <laughs> Uh, an immense amount of corruption going on, but there's still some sort of respect for certain things. We can take, we can learn a lot from 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 the Europeans, man. I think so. And you know, there was a pharmaceutical company in Europe a couple years ago that was trying to use the law to manipulate to their advantage to ban vitamins. Yeah, oh that's like some Mr. Burns from The Simpsons diabolical move, so that everybody gets and they'll have no vitamins. Yeah. They'll all crawl <laughs> to our medicine. You, you, you know what's great? That is demonic. I, I do like that they're into. But like, it's real. Bad. That was happening. It, was, it actually happened. Yeah, and people were protesting they it. Shut that shit it they yeah. definitely got the the quality of food and that whole thing is better there. But they got to chill out with this mushroom shit, dude. They don't. They not, they're relentless with the mushrooms, dude. And the carrots. They're, no, fuck, I don't mind a fucking carrot, mushrooms, and everything, dude. And everything. That shit is whack. All you all you people out there eating mushrooms, go fuck yourself. And give the carrots to Hoya. Yeah, give the carrots. I fucking, I'll see right through you. Does not Look want your them. Eyes. We do not believe not, in them. <laughs> oh, Earth Christ don't back carrots? No. Unless oh, they've been put into their proper carrot cake, cake form. Yeah. yeah you, know, you know where I was going. All right. Let me, okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. It's true though. It, yeah. That's where they belong. Listen, the, the end. Quick story. This concludes our podcast. Is that a- <laughs> Thank you for listening. Quick vegan story. Oh. I'm in Chicago across the street from the metro, and there was a, a Baskin Robbins or some shit. I don't remember what it was. So I go in there, and I'm a bulldog, and um, you know they have like um something that said um. Something sorbet, you know, obviously. Italian ice. Whatever, yeah. he was looking for the vegan stuff. Yeah. So there was an Indian guy or something who was working it who had, he knew three English words and, and they had nothing to do with ice cream. And then I went like, um, <laughs> you know, Bulldog's trying to ask. I'm like, yeah, let me get my chocolate or whatever. And then Bulldog's like, excuse me, um, what's that? You know, is it a vegan? The guy, vegan, uh, um, dairy's any dairy, dairy, dairy. And he goes, oh, yeah, no, the guy just kind of agreed with him. And, but I see Bulldog, the guy says, yeah, yeah, don't worry. You know, you know, you know, dairy free. So Bulldog gets like a scoop or whatever. And then, um, I see him looking at it, like, you know, through the corner of my eye, like he's not digging in yet. I see him. He takes a scoop. He takes a little, you know, a little taste, and then I just see him take that fucking um, Sunday and dump it in the garbage. Oh shit! And I go, "Yo, 
what the hell happened? He goes, it tastes too good to be vegan. <laughs> and I never and forget this that. concludes <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> exactly. But um, <laughs> let me ask you this. <laughs> Ladies me. and gentlemen, we thank you for listening. Yeah. Now, one last. Please I direct <laughs> friends and family to the following link. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Also, now, yeah. No, let me ask you this. One of my last questions for you. conversation. <laughs> let me ask you this. Freddie oh, Madball. Holy yeah. Madball. Listen. All you're, right. You're on an island. I'm right. on an island. You got one record. What's that record? Now think about it, because you're stuck with it for the rest of your fucking life. I don't care what it is, and no best ofs. Oh man, go. Do I have food on this island? <laughs> Does it have to be vegan? Yeah, it has to be vegan. You got coconut. I'm alone on this island. Alone. So no Damn. Barry White. No Barry White. No Barry. That's true. It wouldn't help. One album. <laughs> one album for the rest of your life. It could be anything, but no best ofs. I don't know. I don't know. I Could I get a... No. Okay. <laughs> one record. It could be anything. One any record. genre. Anything yeah, any you genre. want. But I mean, do you want to listen to heavy shit? You might want to kill yourself after a while. <laughs> I don't, you'd want to. You'd probably want to listen to Age of Quarrel and swim for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Uh, oh, there you go. You get, so charged, get charged up and and like John go Joseph, go into full Iron Man mode and swim for the continent. No, I asked this question. We've been doing this for a while. He could do it. It's a question we always he, see. You look at me and Hoya. We don't like sit ups. He'll do the sit ups. Yeah, he, he does it for me. Yeah. No, but um, I, it's a question. <laughs> it's a question I always yeah. ask on the road. <laughs> Freddie was laughing. It's a question we always ask on the road because um, you'd be surprised what people think is um, what's their ultimate album. And we actually had a lot of um, different people tell us their um, albums, but they got lost that in the mix the because the lost podcast. That was because everybody, Yerg out there, our sound guy, my boy, and my and our sound guy. I'm gonna give you his address slash podcast engineer. Yeah, we're gonna give you his email address so you could tell him thanks for losing those fucking old podcasts and thanks for getting this on iTunes, which it ain't on iTunes yet, but we're hoping to get it on iTunes soon. <laughs> but um, well, yeah, we, whole, well, that, that that that's good though because we can we can kind of bring that into like. That, that could be something that we can yeah. continue to ask people. But yeah, no, it's a one on one question. One on one question. question, but I'm surprised. So, you're really going to pick the Chromax record as your one record <laughs> for the rest of your life? Come on. Shout out to the Chromax. Mackie, what up? What up, Blood Clot? I love Age of Quarrel. But I don't Shout know out to the real Chromax. What up? I don't know if I'd, yeah, I don't know if I'd pick that for the rest of my life, though. I'll right. tell you, well, I'll tell you what mine was. Mine was Thriller by Michael Jackson. That shit has slow jams, fast jams, um, love songs. It takes you through an emotional roller coaster ride <laughs> of many. emotions. I have too many, man. Now, that too many shit is whack. You got to name one. Barrel That's what down. I did. I was Barrel on. down. I pinpointed something. Record, I guarantee you I that. pinpointed something. You said yeah. the Chromax. Yes. So you can swim. So you can swim for the swim for swim sure. for the continent. That's right. There you that's go. A, that's a good. That's and what did you say last time? You said something like fucking Tracy Chapman or some shit. You said Tracy Chapman. That's what he said. He, what, he, I think I might have said Bob Marley in the end. I, I went through a few different options, but I, I, you know, we're in an island. You know, Bob Marley and they, like Legend. Like that record just has so many hits. It's like you got to listen to it all the time. You know what I mean? That, there's worse things that you could be sitting there listening to. You know what I mean? But there, there are a few records that I would have picked actually. Carlos, before we get out of here, yeah. 
anything you got you want to anything i'm wait are you going to be on tour i know we tapped on that already but is there anything you want to let people know you're doing because people listen to this it's guilty by association part two happening all right i'm going to be real direct with you if you don't have neutralize the threat to the death and salvation of innocence and you are an earth crisis fan you got to get those records, man. You just got to get them. You're full of shit. You got to get them. Dude, Salvation of Innocence came out with a comic book with a story that I put together with one of the illustrators. He did the whole thing. Nice. It's legit. It's legitimately different. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's a legitimately different thing Earth Crisis has done after all these years. So we're very proud of that record. You, and you got to get it. You know, your your boyfriend's into the band, whatever. Go get it for him for Christmas. You know, yeah. make that happen. Be we're a real, real fan of real music. We're real proud of those records, you know. And, you know, it is cool when kids are like, yeah, man, you know, oh, from this year to that year, oh, I listened to a Thirst Crisis. I would drive, you know, to Connecticut or Pennsylvania or New York to see you. Dude, it has gone on and it's gone on and on. Yeah. And there's there's a lot more to discover. There's a lot more to experience. There's a lot more that we've created that we're very proud of. So check it out. And thanks to... Everyone who has supported and appreciated Earth Christ over all these years, everyone we've recorded with, who's engineered, who's put us out on their label, bands that we've played with and traveled with, all the friendships that we've made, you know, we cherish them, and all the adventures that we've had, all the places we've gotten to explore around this world, you know, this, this band is our dream come true. And we get to use this music and enjoy our friendship, and, and hopefully... You know, at the same time, deliver a message of kindness towards animals, respect for the natural world, and just acknowledging the reality that, you know, a lot of the stuff that our government is doing right now, a lot of stuff that the cartels and the pharmaceutical companies are doing is definitely to, Especially our, the pharmaceutical to our detriment. And you got to read about this stuff. And you gotta, you gotta read, and then you got to read more. And you got to pay attention. Is there somewhere where they can go, uh, where they can connect with you is that you want to drop something where they can connect with you where maybe they can get some of this useful information yeah you could i mean there's earth crisis facebook you know? yeah thank you carlos i want i want to thank earth crisis i want to thank all the vegans out there and all the, the mighty and the, and the mighty syracuse vegan straight edge scene yeah of course 25 years definitely no definitely 25 years forever true Definitely. Big shout out to you for doing this with us. Big shout out to um, everybody. Um, you know, Uprise. Who's, who's, everybody Rage. who supported our bands. The promise. And, and the movement. Another victim. Respect. respect. Ghost ship. <laughs> Path go. resistance. There you go. Earth crisis on and on. Gatekeeper framework. And, and, and is Madball like honorary somehow? No. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But definitely go out. Um, check out um, Earth Crisis on their um, Facebook, on their Instagrams, on their web pages. Syracuse. Straight Edge forever. Vegan people. Shout out to all you animals out there. Um, hey, respect to you, Carl, yeah. and, the whole, and the rest of the boys. You know, aside from... You know, Scott. The, 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 no, aside from Scott, <laughs> aside from the fact that you know we we have, we obviously have a friendship that goes way back, but respect to you guys for 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 keeping it real. You know, for lack of a, a better way of saying it, you know, not to sound cliche, but it's true, man. There's a lack of real real people that 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 stick by their ideals and stick by their word and stuff these days. I mean, it's getting thinner and thinner. The world is getting more and more fickle. So respect to you guys for, for, for keeping it honest, man. Thinner. What do you mean? Who's getting thinner? <laughs> oh, okay, well, anyway. The Smoking Word Podcast. 
we out.